Hello, this is Dee, also known as Film Imprint, coming back again today to the podcast known as Write What You Want to Read and Draw What You Want to See. And, um, yeah, through my many, many years of experience with doing digital art, anime, cartooning, and it went all the way from the bottom to the top, uh, through that and everything, learned all my way around Procreate and everything, and it was such a bumpy ride. And speaking of a bumpy ride, of my most recent adventure in the writing world, I did a first and second draft to a book and a first draft to another book and everything and I've learned so much and I have gotten all the tips, tricks, what not to do's and have compiled it into these podcasts episode by episode. You will be learning much more from me than pretty much anyone else that I know of in your creative journeys throughout this wacky world of art and being an artisan. Let's get started. Hello, it is I, your precious piece of pasta and you are my precious packing peanuts. And, uh, today, you know what, today is script writing. We are continuing from yesterday's episode, um, if you haven't seen it, it's labeled episode 52, even though it's actually episode 50, and I'll be explaining that mishap in a second, so yeah, let's get into that. And, um, if you haven't seen part one, well, then you're gonna be a bit lost, so you might wanna go see that. Okay, let's get into this. So, um, the whole mix-up is, is that I put out two podcast episodes far back, um, near more of the beginning of this podcast, and, um, yeah, they were pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, there was just, there were things that I didn't like about them, you know, and I ended up realizing that, yeah, they were kind of bad, and, um everything so I had to take them down just for you know my own peace of mind and I figured I'd revisit them later and I did which is writing gods I forget what the other subject is now but um so maybe I'll re- maybe I'll revisit that in the future all I know is that I didn't <laughs> they were terrible <laughs> so yeah, so that's the scoop. So, uh, yesterday's podcast was actually our 50th, and I had completely forgotten about it, because, um, I guess since it says 52nd, I guess it's just all, like, in my brain, I'm all like, oh, we've already celebrated the 50th. But no, we haven't, dumb dumb. that is me. So, yeah, so thank you all who have come this far, thank you newcomers for coming in, yet again, if you're new here, um... This is script writing part two, so go see part one, or go listen to part one first. And, um, yeah, so let's get started. So, um, where we left off at part one was we talked about how to begin a script, we talked about how to, um, um, interior, exterior, int or ext, as I like to call them, and, um, we talked about how to introduce a character as well. So... The next thing we're gonna do is, um, let's see. Now, also, um, real quick, yet again, I said this in my previous podcast, but I'll say it again. Always look up how things are indented, okay? Please, please, I do not know how things are indented very well at all, and I really don't want you all making making these professional stories in non-professional looking scripts and being turned down because you missed 0.2 inches on something. 
so please please do look it up for everything i am using technical terms for everything so i'm sure you could look it up but yeah so let's get into it so the next thing we're going to talk about is just action now the last thing we talked about was introducing a character and how we have their name comma what they look like doesn't have to be real specific if you don't want it to be I know some scripts just say their name, what age they are, and that's it. But, you know, sometimes you want to get tech, and sometimes it's your idea, and you want it to look exactly how you envision it, and that's perfectly fine. So, and then, af and then after all of that, describing another comma, and then what they're doing. Well, now we need to describe just normal action by a character. So, um... So an action by a character, it, it, it's usually going to start off with their name, so we know who is doing what. Um, for example, let's say we have a character named Walter, and um, let's say that they're going to get a red stick. Because he can. <laughs> so, you know, we could say, Walter walked over to the red stick... And you see how I said red stick there? Well, um, in script writing, one of the things you have to understand is you can only describe things in sight and sound. Things we can see and things we can hear. Nobody's thoughts here. We're not writing a novel. <laughs> so, and one thing that you can do is, um, so we write characters' names in caps because that's important. We write fade in in caps because that's important. We write the time and place in caps because that's important. Well, let's say this red stick is what kicks off the plot here. Maybe it takes him to a magical place. Maybe it's a magic wand. It does not matter. But this red stick in some way is important to the scene. Well, you can put that in caps as well. And let the director, the actors everybody know hey this red stick is important so that's something you can do as well and like I said it lets everybody know that hey this is important everything important tends to be in caps therefore put these things in caps now so Walter go Walter walks over and grabs the red stick it can just be as simple as that no need for sounds. I mean, maybe you could spice up the scene and make it mysterious, like the crun the leaves crunched under Walter's feet as he walked over and grabbed the stick, or you know, the red stick, or something like that. Or maybe he hears a bird cawing in the background or something. But typically in scripts and everything, you don't do as many details. Yet again, we are not writing a novel here, folks. We are writing a script for a movie. And remember, the director does most of the heavy lifting. The director helps everybody make the scenes, and the director help usually gets the cast together. The director, you know, does all these things, pulls all these strings cuz they're the director. That's what they do. They as far as far as I know, they do a bit more than just get the actors to do things correctly. So, they are the director. They direct. So, um, you have to keep in mind that you, 
as a script writer, you are only putting in the things that are important. Maybe, maybe a crow cawing in the background is important to the, um, to the scene. Maybe it makes it mysterious or adds suspense. That's fine, as long as it is important to the scene. If it's not important, don't include it. So, um, another thing is, is that, um, there are things that you're going to run into when looking up in scripts and stuff, um, for when you do, um, people's dialogue, and I figured I'd just go over this real quick before talking about dialogue, and these things are called parentheticals. I know, it, <laughs> it's very complicated, but, um, and basically, a parenthetical is, um, so how you do dialogue is, it's the capital of their name, um, more towards the middle of the page, like I said, I don't know how to indent it, and then below their name goes the text, and, um, on the, for the indentation of the text, just imagine it, it's like in a text box that's only so long or so wide, um, that does, that doesn't matter. What a parenthetical does is um, it goes under the cap, the of course capitalized name of the character right before the dialogue ends all like, and um, for the example that I have pulled up right here on my iPad because of course I'm barely new to this myself so I don't I can't remember every single part of a script yet, but I have the basic idea down, and it's basically like um, in parentheses and it's like into phone or you know, shouts into hallway. Well, the thing is, is the reason why you don't really use parentheticals or no one really uses them anymore is because if you can't get it across to your actors or your director um, that that's what they're doing, that they're talking into the phone or shouting into the hallway, you know, um, for the shouting into the hallway example, you know, you can have them walk up to the door and look out in the hallway before speaking. But basically, if you don't do that and you rely on parentheticals, then people are going to question how good your script is because parentheticals are not necessary. They shouldn't have to be necessary to carry over what is happening in a scene. So if you find yourself relying on parentheticals, then your script is going to need a good rewrite or two. So, um, another thing is, is, um, let's say, um, oh, an intercut. There we go. An intercut. So, basically, uh, the capitalized world, word intercut followed by whatever's happening. For example, if someone's on a phone call in one place, um, First off, you're going to want to establish where that one person is and, like, who they're talking to and everybody first before you do an intercut. The same thing on the other end and everything. But basically, an intercut is where someone quickly changes between two scenes, like I said, like in a phone call. For example, um, let's say we have this Max character and he is in a cafe calling his friend uh, Michael who is at the pool. Okay, well, first we establish that Max is at the cafe and, you know, is going to call his friend and everything and is on the call with the friend and, you know, have him have a bit of dialogue and everything, be talking to him. And then we switch over to where Michael is 
and um, you know, real quick, you know, he's he's at the pool and everything, and he's talking with his friend, and you know, and he basically responds to what Max said in that previous scene. Well, then after that, you establish, and well, after that, you say intercut um, phone conversation or something like that. Um, don't say convo, just don't, just don't. It's not professional. Um, and I'm not even joking either. I'm pretty sure that is not something the director will like. But, um, and you know, you can just say intercut phone conversation. And then what you can do is you can just switch between both of them. Be like, um, Max said blah blah blah, Michael said blah blah blah, without having to establish over and over again where each of them are at. And then at the end of it, you know, just like, well, it's the end of it, <laughs> you know, be a, I'm not sure, I'm not quite sure how to end it, but I'm pretty sure, like, you know, you could have them end the call, for example, be a, like, Max ended the call with their friend, or the phone line went dead, or something like that, or have them go on to do something else or something, like, have them, like, have Max go check in on, um, you know, um, the, the, um, lady at the counter or something, you know, and just break that intercut naturally. But the reason why it's so important to establish the scenes and everything is, like I said, the director has most of the control, but at the same time, you still have to tell the director what to do, <laughs> you know? It's, you give them simple instructions, but they still need those simple instructions. They're the ones who make it all intricate. But the thing is, is they need simple instructions before they can make intricate instructions, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, that's all I've got for now. I'd make a part three to this, but I figured I'll do that next week. Um, you know, because we need to at least have another art podcast for this week, I would think, for those of us who are waiting. Um, but yeah, so I will see you all later, and goodbye.